everybody to this edition of the KTH 910 AM interview of the week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Hope you're having a great weekend. And uh, on this program, we like to let you know about news and events and things going on here in North Texas in the Catholic world that uh, you likely are interested in. And I'm delighted on this particular program to let you know about a great event that's going to be exactly one week from today on July 17th. At 6 o'clock p.m., it's an evening of sacred music at St. Patrick's Cathedral, and it is a benefit for mother and unborn baby care, uh, which uh, was founded back in the 80s. You may have heard of it. Uh, they've got big plans, building a new center, and I have on uh, the line with me Jim Pelletier, who is the administrator of Mother and Unborn Baby Care. He also happens to be one of the children of the founders, Chuck and Pat Pelletier, who founded it back in the 80s, as I mentioned. So, uh, Jim, welcome, and thanks for taking some time with us today. Well, thanks so much for having me. I'm very glad to be here. All right, let's go back to mid-80s. Uh, I, I think, you know, I, I know your mom still, um, and, you know, I, I know a lot of your relatives, many of them go to our parish. Uh, I know your your father has passed away a while back, but tell us about your parents and also the founding and the circumstances of founding uh, Mother and Unborn Baby Care back in 1984. Well, it's a, it's a good example of kind of the weird tapestry that God weaves with lives. Uh, my parents are from, uh, my dad was from Detroit, and my mother was from Chicago. And early in her life, my mother moved to, to Detroit with her family, where they became very close friends with my dad's families. And then, you know, uh, things went on from there. My, my father and mother were married when he was a career Army officer, and had just returned from his first tour in Vietnam. And then after uh, flight school down here in uh, Mineral Wells, uh, went to his second tour in Vietnam as a helicopter pilot when he was shot down in November of 1970. Um, and that, that injury that he sustained uh, having been shot down caused him to be paralyzed from the waist down. Now, after being released from the hospital in Ann Arbor, Michigan, <clears throat> they determined it was kind of a difficult thing to be in a wheelchair 24 seven in a place that had a lot of ice and snow in the winter and having fallen in love with the uh, Fort Worth area when they were down here for the basic flight school in Mineral Wells, Texas, uh, they decided that this would be a good place to go along with the, uh, uh, the proximity of the, what used to be the VA hospital out at uh, Carswell air force base. Uh, so that, that, you know, that part of the tapestry kind of brings us to where we are now and, and why my family ended up settling here in Fort Worth, why we became transplant Texans. Um, so in 1984, my parents met with a man named Bob Pearson. And Bob Pearson was a, uh, a real estate developer, very wealthy real estate developer in Hawaii. And Hawaii had moved faster uh, during and after Roe v. Wade to legalize and normalize uh, surgical abortions than any other state in the country. And he was a devoted and faithful Catholic. And when he figured it out, what they were doing, he said, this can't stand. Mm. And so he started developing a, uh, a method for pregnancy centers that would seek to help those who were abortion bound. And uh, 1984, he came through Texas and he d held a seminar and he challenged my dad and many others who were in the room to, you know, make their their real uh, aspirations of, of pro-life into something that was uh, material. 
and and to participate in God's grace and helping these women in a way that was more than just you know attending an event every once in a while or or making a recurring donation to an organization and saying washing your hands of it and saying well I've discharged my conscience for this year on we go yeah. and so uh, my dad and my mom got together and my dad was at the time he was a political consultant um, here in in Fort Worth and uh, he basically sat down with my mom and said, well, we'll give it six months. Mm. We'll give it six <laughs> months. We'll do everything that we can. And if we have a center operating and open at the end of that six months, then this is what God wants us to do. Mm. And almost to a day at six months, the center was open off of uh, the Ballinger exit, the summit exit on Ballinger, uh, just south of uh, downtown Fort Worth. Back when the uh, freeway still went, uh, when 30 still went through downtown Fort Worth, it's uh, and uh, that is that's the history of the founding. Now there's many other points that go along from that, from the uh, that center. Once they moved the freeway south of 30, uh, we, there was a pretty significant drop off in clients, and uh, after a great deal of prayer and consternation and trying to decide whether or not we were going to move. Uh, my dad got a call at about three o'clock in the morning saying, uh, your building's on fire. Oh and no. So God made that decision for us. And we <laughs> moved down to, down yeah. into the hospital district on Pennsylvania where we've been for the last uh, decade plus. I, w- I want to spend some time uh, in a moment talking about the, the main topic here is the concert next Saturday on the 17th, uh, 6 p.m. at St. Patrick's Cathedral and some of the, the performers and uh, sacred music that will be played. But uh, tell us about uh, a couple things before that. Um, the the kind of the, the day-to-day work of mother and unborn baby care and also the plans that you have to build this new center, which is a very ambitious uh, project. Uh, can you tell us about those two things? Yes, absolutely. So first and foremost, what we do is a little bit different than the traditional pregnancy center in that we are seeking women who have who are bound and determined to uh, have an abortion. Uh, there are tons of centers out there that we partner with and that we're very close with uh, who are also apostolates of the diocese like ourselves who uh, can handle diapers and medical referrals and, and formula and all of those things. But we're the only one really in Fort Worth who is equipped and designed with with a real method for seeking out and helping those women who have already made that decision or who are at severe risk of uh, of ending their child's life in an abortion. Um, we provide sonograms, pregnancy tests, we do material support, we do medical care and referrals. Um, our whole point is to help them eliminate the crisis that has driven them to think that uh, killing their child is the only solution, mm-hmm. right? And and we understand that it the crisis is never the baby. The baby is not going to change the rent due. The baby doesn't change the car payments and arrears. The baby doesn't change the uh, you know the poor relationship with the father or the lack of relationship with the father, whatever the case may be. The baby does not uh, change or exacerbate any of those things, but they've been taught for many, many years that that's the case, that if they have the abortion, it's a one-shot deal. They don't ever have to worry about it. It'll never affect them again. They can forget about it and move on, and life will be better. We know that's not the case. And so we do what we can to provide that material support to eliminate that crisis so that the baby can survive. And we fully understand, as Catholics, 
that there are at least two souls involved in every abortion and that both of them have value because they are, as we believe, created in the image and likeness of God. And that is the, pl- the point from which they draw their value. And that's why we do what we do. We don't do it for any other reason. It's not because we love babies, which we do, but because we have an understanding of the import of the soul. We have an understanding that each soul is individually uniquely valuable in as much as it is made in the image and likeness of God. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Amen. And what about the, the, the plans for the future? Um, uh, you have here uh, on a flyer that I see here, you're engaged in building a new center, which will be located right next to a door to an abortion uh, mill on Lackland Road between Camp Bowie and I-30. Uh, tell us about yeah. the plans. Where are you in that, that process? And I guess the concert uh, next weekend is helping to, to fund this, if people can support it. Uh, tell us, where are you in that, in that pro- uh, process of, of building this new center? So we, are, we are still currently in the permitting phase. We have, been, uh, we have been fighting this for over a year now. We've had uh, uh, COVID has put us far behind the eight ball as far as that's concerned. Um, the The operations at the city of Fort Worth have been spotty at best, and we've we've been fighting through permit holds and all of that kind of stuff. We own the property. We have a, a donor who has stepped forward and bought the property for us, um, and we are immediately next door. We share a fence with an abortion clinic that, ha- that performs on an average month 500 abortions per month. Hmm. And they are a national organization with more than one uh, clinic up and down the Midwest. And this is their busiest. They are they proudly champion this center as their their busiest uh, abortion clinic. And it's right in everybody's backyard here in Fort Worth. 500 abortions per month on average. And I challenge you to find very many people outside of the pro-life activism uh, movement in Tarrant County who would even know what this place was. Mm-hmm. And so our our plan, uh, we have an architect engaged, uh, Javier Lucio, who uh, uh, also did uh, uh, Whole Life Authenticare um, and has been deeply involved and been extraordinarily helpful for us in this effort, um, has designed a, an almost 6,000 square foot facility that will be essentially the center of pro-life activism in Fort Worth. Uh, we will house both 40 Days for Life in Fort Worth and, and the uh, organization that it's transitioning to here, which is the Sidewalk Advocates for Life. They will, um, we share many members back and forth on, on their board and on, on our board, and they will be a subordinate organization to us here in Fort Worth. So it will, we'll be able to maintain that prayerful, peaceful presence on the sidewalk and sidewalk counseling at the same time as having the pregnancy center immediately next door. And for those of you who've spent some time on the sidewalk praying in front of abortion clinics, you know it's difficult when you have to hand out literature and say, okay, well, let me give you the address of this place that can help you, versus being able to say, let me walk with you this 60 feet to the front door. Hmm. Let, me, let me bring you to the people who will be able to take care of whatever your problem, whatever the crisis is, and just walk with me these few feet. And more importantly than that, our presence there, yes, as counselors, as sonographers, as the um, those people who can provide that material support and the medical referrals and all of those things, more important than that, as an apostolate of the Diocese of Fort Worth and as a private oratory, 
we have been, for the last three bishops of Fort Worth, we've been permitted the reservation of the Blessed Sacrament. Mm. So the most important thing that we are doing is bringing the Blessed Sacrament, the body, blood, soul, and divinity of Christ, right next door. And if you look at the plans, those plans will be available at this uh, at this concert that we're doing. I'll have the plans up so that people can see it. That tabernacle will be approximately 12 to 15 feet from the abortuary. Wow. So we, we are bringing Christ immediately next door to where they're killing his babies. And that is the most important thing that we can do. And for those of us who are Catholics, who are faithful Catholics, we understand the real presence. And we understand the real presence has real effect and much greater effect than we ever could as people outside of his grace. Yeah, that's, so that's, that's awesome. That's most important. All right. Well, uh, certainly want to pray for the plans for this new center and that you can get through the permitting uh, process and get to breaking ground and get that thing built up. Uh, let's, let's talk Absolutely. about the event, uh, July 17th. As of this airing, it's next Saturday, uh, 6 p.m., an evening of sacred music in St. Patrick's Cathedral. Uh, tell us about this event, how it came about. Uh, it's going to be you know, in downtown Fort Worth. Um, uh, what should our listeners know about it? Well, for many years, we've been, uh, we've been the host of the uh, uh, yearly Good Friday Rosary Vigil outside of Planned Parenthood and some of the other abortion clinics here in, uh, in Fort Worth and the, in the Tarrant County area. And this year, unfortunately, as everybody knows, we had to go partially virtual for this one, which turned out, again, as God weaves his beautiful tapestry, to be a blessing in disguise. So we had both the bishop and we had um, Kristen Rians, who is the cantor at St. Patrick's, at the center uh, during the, uh, the broadcast, the live stream of the Rosary Vigil this year. And this was Kristen's first opportunity to see the operation at, at uh, Mother and Unborn Baby Care. And she approached us afterwards and said, I don't know what I can do to help, but I do know what my talents are, and please let me find a way to help you with your efforts here. And she said, I would love to do a benefit concert. I will volunteer my time and my talent, and I will get as many other people to do the same as possible. Please, let's find a way to make this happen. Mm. And Bishop Olson, who has been a stalwart supporter of ours from the very beginning, who has said the mass, uh, said mass several times at the center, and who has graciously uh, allowed us to continue to reserve the uh, the Blessed Sacrament at the center in our chapel, uh, gave us the opportunity and told St. Patrick's, give them the hall, give them the church, and let this go forward with extraordinarily short notice, I might add. So the people at St. Patrick's have been absolutely lovely throughout all of this. And I'd like to thank uh, Ed Smith, the chief of staff, and, and everybody else who's worked with us on this. But uh, so what we have now is on the 17th of July at 6 p.m., as you mentioned, in the, the cathedral itself, uh, Mrs. Rians and the Vietnamese Martyrs Choir and a few other ensembles that I'm not entirely certain of, I have to, I have to speak with Kristen to find out exactly who she's nailed down, uh, will be donating their time and talents and uh, we'll have you know 45 minutes to an hour of uh, of sacred music there right there in the the beautiful uh, St. Patrick's Cathedral downtown Fort Worth and immediately following we'll have a reception 
and we'll have, like, as I said before, we'll have the plans there. I'll have a virtual walkthrough of the center so that people can see it. And we'll have uh, wine and a light repast um, and refreshments for, for those who attend. And, and we hope we can get as many people there as possible. Um, tickets are pretty reasonable. We have a, a ticket for couples at $40. We have tickets for individuals at 25 And for those who can't attend, we're asking if, at the very least, go and, and uh, make a donation on the website um, or in the registration or donate a ticket to somebody else. Yeah, very nice. Let me let me give out that website. I haven't done that yet. Unbornbabycare.org is the website. You can click donate on the main page of the website. Also, uh, you can, uh, according to what I see here, correct me if I'm wrong, Jim, uh, you can give by texting the word give to 817-631-2266. Also, you guys are on Facebook. Uh, You can send checks, lots of ways to donate. So uh, like you say, the important thing is whether you can go or not uh, help support this, the mission of uh, mother and unborn baby care. Absolutely. And if you could consider at the very least, one thing that, that I haven't mentioned to this point, but it is important to note is that everything that we do is free, that we don't charge anything for any services whatsoever. And so everybody who walks through our door costs us money. And as good stewards of other people's money, we have to be careful to make sure that we are being as efficient as possible in that process. Um, so anything can help. If if $10 is what you can give, that's fantastic. And we would ask you, if you can give $10, to consider whether or not you could make that a recurring monthly donation. Um, because that will help our operational costs moving forward. I would love to be able to say that I could estimate what our operational costs will be going forward, but that would be uh, that would be a lie because we're <laughs> moving from a location now that uh, our traffic is uh, it's not light by any means, but it is certainly not 500 a month, and that is what I'm hoping to do. And you know, we are going next to this clinic that does a minimum of average of 500 abortions a month and i want to see at least every one of those women in our building instead of theirs and and in order to do that i know it costs me at least ten dollars for every single uh pregnancy test that i administer and it costs me uh the time energy efforts talents and and licensing of our sonographer for everyone that requires uh, those services and every one of them is free you know some of our clients uh, they need a hug. Some of our clients need a truck paid off. And we have gone uh, either direction on that one all the way up to and including paying off people's trucks. We, uh, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, we bought a car for a client. Um, it is at, when, when we are challenged with we're just pro-birth, not pro-life, we respond with we have clients that, and children of clients who have come back to us 15, 20, 30 years down the line who still need help. And we told them at the very beginning, we're there with them for as much as they need for as long as they need. And we never tap out. Yeah. Awesome. Jim Pelletier has been my guest, administrator of Mother and Unborn Baby Care in Fort Worth. And uh, as he mentioned, they are very much in the process of opening up a new large um, center uh, right next to an abortion mill on Lackland Road, right between Camp Bowie and I-30. If you can go to the concert, here are the details. July 17th, next Saturday, 6 p.m., an evening of sacred music in St. Patrick's Cathedral. And there's going to be, as uh, he mentioned, various uh, 
uh, artists, including uh, Kristen Rians, uh, who will be, the, I guess, the the, the lead uh, performer, singer. Uh, go on the... Uh, you can give by texting the word GIVE to 817-631-2266. You can also donate on the main page of the website, unbornbabycare.org, unbornbabycare.org. Go to the Facebook page. You can mail a check. I don't know if you want to give the address or not. A lot of ways to give. But, uh, Jim, we're just about out of time. Got about a minute remaining. Is there anything else that you'd like to mention to our listeners before we let you go? Well, just one note on the uh, unbornbabycare.org. If you go there right now, the banner at the top will uh, also has the ability to register and purchase tickets for this event. So if, the, if, if no other way, um, and if you find us on Facebook, you'll be able to find the flyer that will allow you to either scan a QR code to donate or to buy tickets or to actually click the link that will lead you to that, uh, that applet that will allow it to happen. And then the, finally, what's most important for us is that you know, time, treasure, and talents are extraordinarily important to us. And if, if you find that you can't give of your treasure, please consider giving of your talents. And, and whatever it may be, whether you're an, organi- an organized type mind and, and can do data entry or, um, or you're considering as sitting across from another woman in Altair Criste, the place of Christ, um, and offering his grace. If you think that that's something that you can do, or if you think that there is something else that you can offer us, please email me at admin at unbornbabycare.org and let us know. You know we, we are extending our ability uh, to allow you to participate in his grace for the least of these. Mm-hmm. Because that's the only question we're going to be asked at judgment is, what have you done for the least of these? Yeah. Amen. Well, Jim, thanks so much. Uh, A lot of ways people can help. Of course, prayer, time, talent, treasure. Uh, Come to the event uh, next Saturday, an evening of sacred music in St. Patrick's Cathedral, uh, 6 p.m. right there in the main uh, sanctuary. And if you have not been in that sanctuary, it is absolutely beautiful. You are not going to be lacking for statues of saints when you uh, go in there. It's absolutely beautiful. The website, again, unbornbabycare.org. And you can also text GIVE to 817-631-2266 if you want to donate or find them on Facebook. Jim, great talking with you. And uh, I, I remember uh, when we when your mom was in studio, uh, gosh, I don't know if that was a year or two ago, a year or how long ago, you came with her. Weren't you in studio with us? Yes, sir, I was. Yeah, I remember that. That was great. I, I think that might have been pre-COVID. It was a blast. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, well, keep us informed on how things are going. I hope the, the, the concert is a great success. And I appreciate you taking some time with us. Jim Pelletier, Administrator, uh, Mother and Unborn Baby Care, uh, uh, Fort Worth uh, website again, unbornbabycare.org. Thanks, Jim. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. God bless. Have you heard of My Mutual Mortgage in Grapevine? They're longtime sponsors and supporters of KTH 910 AM and are owned by Bob and Norma Duane, active members of Good Shepherd Catholic Parish in Colleyville. My Mutual Mortgage is a sponsor of our August 5th Summer Speaker Series event with guest speaker Father John Ricardo. To learn more about My Mutual Mortgage of Grapevine, visit grapevinetexas.mymutual.com and to get your tickets to see Father Ricardo, visit Summer Speaker Series 
Are you looking for a job or for career advice? All Saints Catholic Church of Dallas Career Ministry wants to help support your career management. They are looking for individuals who want to be mentored in a certain career, as well as those who wish to mentor for a career. In addition, a weekly accountability group for job seekers is available on Wednesdays at noon via Zoom. To join in on the career ministry program, contact career ministry at allsaintsdallas.org. Welcome, everybody, to the second KATH 910 AM interview of the week here on this Saturday. Hope you are doing well, and uh, what a blessing it was to talk a moment ago with uh, Jim Pelletier about mother and unborn baby care and the the uh, wonderful concert they have going on next uh, Saturday. And as in God's perfect divine providence, we have uh, another interview that I think really dovetails well with that one. And uh, this is a topic that we've talked about many times, and I always enjoy this because I think it is something that can bring healing to so many people that are walking wounded and hurt and really need God's mercy and God's comfort. And I'm talking about a Rachel's Vineyard retreat. I have never attended one and I've done a lot of interviews about them and respect the people that are involved in them. And I have in studio with me a dear friend uh, who is Dana Nygaard, and she is a licensed professional counselor with Christian Comfort Counseling and has been working with uh, uh, Rachel's Vineyard retreats for some time and also on the phone marjorie looney who's a team member and also has her own testimony that she is going to share as well so uh to both you ladies thank you very much for being here or on the phone uh, for the interview thanks dave all right thank you dave uh marjorie let me begin with you because uh, as people listen to this and perhaps they are wounded by a past abortion men or women right and they'll think, mm-hmm. why should I do this? What would be the benefit of doing something like this and giving up a weekend? And I should say the, the, the weekend that we'll be talking about is coming up right around the corner, August 13th to 15th. So it's really just about a month away. And so uh, we'll give you phone numbers and details, men, women, anybody that can go uh, in limited spaces. So we'll give you the phone number for that. But Marjorie, can you tell us your own testimony of your story and how Rachel's Vineyard Retreat uh, brought some healing to your life? Yeah, absolutely, Dave, and um, thank you. Um, really, my story begins in 1984. Um, I was in my third year at Texas A&M, and I found out I was pregnant. Um, at that point, I, I turned to two people, the father of my baby and one of my sisters. Um, it was the 80s, so although I was Catholic, I clung to the belief that a preborn baby was just a clump of cells, and also, you know, learned that what some guys had been taught is that all they needed to say was, I'll support you in whatever you do, and that everything would be okay. And you know, Dave, even more so, I, I didn't want to upset my parents. Yeah. All I could think of was the shame that I would bring to them. And I also did not believe I was strong enough to be a mom at that time in my life. And I made the choice not to turn to people who would have possibly been supportive. So, you know, we we found a place, you know, in Dallas that December of 1984, and I quietly took my child's life. Mm. Uh, We didn't speak of the abortion ever again. Um, I actually, I married him, and at at that time, after that, we had four beautiful children, but this whole entire time, we never spoke of our first child. Mm. As 
time went on, um, I would I would think of my baby and more and more would wonder why I couldn't talk about him or my abortion. And Dave, this was definitely weighing heavily on my heart. Um, finally, in 2010, in 2010, I had heard a dear friend of mine share her story of her abortion from many years prior. And Dave, I was I was in awe of her ability to speak about it. But I also felt ashamed that not only did I take my child's life, but I couldn't even honor him because I couldn't talk about him. Hmm. But what was really great to see is that God was placing all of this on my heart for a reason. So in 2010, I reached out to that friend and I'd shared my story with her, and she was the third person in over two decades that now knew my secret. Yeah. Well, she, she first comforted me, and she cried with me, and she told me that there was healing after abortion that could take place. Um, she first encouraged me by telling me my first step was to go to confession, and then shared with me her experience of healing. And, of course, that healing came from a Rachel's retreat. She did explain that you know the power of the retreat, and she invited me to go. Um, God clearly had a plan, and healing was a part of it. So I did go to confession, and I did. I definitely felt the weight lifted off my heart. And while you would think that my next step would be to go to the retreat, um, but in God's infinite wisdom and in His goodness, He is patient because it took me seven years from that invitation to finally actually attend a retreat in 2017. And, you know, Dave, looking at it now, I see that God had a perfect plan. Yeah, without a doubt. I'm curious about uh, your husband and how he has uh, responded. Uh, and then I want to get to the issue of shame, which uh, Dana Nygaard is right. an expert on as well. Yeah. Uh, are you at liberty to say, has this been a journey that your husband's taken with you? or Because uh, I found it interesting because a lot of times if somebody has an abortion, they, 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 they end up splitting up and that's just some person that is in the past. But then you ended up marrying the man, which I, I think is, is neat in a way. So how is he doing? Well, that's an interesting question because we are no longer married. We were married almost 20 years. um, And interesting that you asked that because I did remarry. And I shared my story with my my current husband before we ever married. And um, at that point, we, we spoke about that. And then it took me to where I was able to go on the retreat. And in 2017, um, whenever I began, started work, I started working at Loretto House, and that's what really sent me to the Rachel's Retreat. Um, Loretto House is a pregnancy and parenting resource center, and I was having an issue working with our guests. I knew I was there for a reason, but I had this shame within me that I could not figure out what was going on. Um, at that time, which was really wonderful, all of that shame that was inside of me, we actually, God had placed a beautiful conference before us. And I sat in the conference that first night with all of our, our staff here, and I listened to a woman share her story. And she shared her story of abortion and how God used it to his glory. And I listened to her, and God was really speaking to me and really weighing heavily on my heart. 
um, the shame that I felt over all those years, it placed a real stronghold of darkness on me. Mm. And But God didn't give up, Dave. Um, that rest of the conference, and God just kept telling me that I must heal from my abortion. So my plan in really taking care of the shame that I had, I decided I needed to tell somebody else. So I went to my sweet roommate that night, and um, the last night, and I told her. And she, there was no shame. There was no judgment. There was just love. And so then I told somebody else. And I finally said, okay, God, if you need me to heal, I will heal. And I didn't return home um, to, to wait to return home to find a retreat. I Googled it. And unfortunately, that was October. There wasn't a retreat that I saw until the following March. Mm. It's a long wait. However, yeah. it was a long wait. And I thought, all right, God, truly, Dave, I thought I'm kind of confused. Why would you want me to wait? But after that, I did return from the conference the next day. That same sweet roommate, she sent me her church's bulletin, and they were to be a sponsor of the next upcoming Dallas retreat. And, Dave, that retreat was to take place in two weeks. Mm, Much better, much better. Much better, and there was a phone number. And although I had agreed to God's healing, it still took a lot of courage. It took all the courage he could give me to make the phone call. And it... You know, Dave, on the other end of that line was a woman with whom I spoke, and she was kind, she was compassionate, she was understanding, and it sounded like, truly, I was speaking with our Blessed Mother herself. Yeah. She listened to my story through my tears. She accepted me without hesitation. I told her of the shame that had lived within me for so long. So she encouraged me, and she simply told me how much God loves me and that I am worthy of healing. So truly, I walked into that retreat two weeks later on a Friday afternoon, evening, and having no idea what to expect, that Dave, God used those days, those people in miraculous ways. You know, I tell you, the person that walked into that retreat was far different than the person leaving on Sunday afternoon. Mm, wow, that's so, neat. truly, by the grace of God, you know, his healing began and Dave, I was able to embrace the love for my son for the first time. You know, I had lived with such a darkness in my heart that it washed away that weekend. And I, I know now that that light that took its place that I gained from that retreat, I know that light was not only the love of Christ, but that that light is the love that is my son. So, you know, truly, I thank God every day for the amazing gift he gave me, you know, with the Rachel's retreat, with the washing away of my personal shame. And I do thank him for that merciful healing. That's awesome. And just, I I pray constantly that people who experience things, um, such as an abortion, will also allow themselves to heal. All right, Marjorie Looney, uh, great testimony, and uh, praise God for the the mercy and uh, what He's done for you. And amazing, if I my, my numbers are right, I think it uh, was about thirty three years after the abortion that uh, you did the Rachel's Vineyard retreat. But uh, like you say, God is very patient. Uh, Dana Nargard, Nygard here, uh, licensed professional counselor with Christian Comfort Counseling. One of the words that uh, Marjorie said many times was shame, shame, darkness, and uh, this is something that you have some expertise in. So can you? you talk about the role of shame in uh, abortion and also perhaps in in people deciding to delay or not ever do a, a retreat like this? Absolutely. So shame, Dave, is a primary emotion and it's meant to keep us out of trouble. 
Yeah. And it's meant to help us to fit into society. So if you think about the things we learned in kindergarten, wait in line, say please and thank you, right? Those sort of mm-hmm. things. Um, but what, one of the things I love about Rachel's Vineyard, there's so many aspects to healing. Like Marjorie said, men and women come in one way on Friday and they leave so different on, on Sunday. And I think part of that is Rachel's helps transform the toxic shame into a healthy shame. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, anger. Anger can be good. Anger can be bad. It's just how you uh, use it, right? So you, uh, Dana, attend, uh, go on some of these retreats as a counselor. And I, you told me before we started that you're available to, to the women and, and perhaps the men as well, 24 hours a day. And I'm sure this is something that, that comes up a lot where uh, people are, are just feeling, especially early on in the retreat, just unworthy. Uh, God, does not, God does not love them. That they don't know why you know, God would care about them because they've done such, such a horrible thing. So well, what, what do you tell these people when that comes up? Well, um, it, it's, it's interesting because it begins because um, I don't meet anyone until they arrive. You know, we have people on the phone who talk with them, like Marjorie was saying. Um, but when they arrive... It's usually hard for them to look us in the eyes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, sometimes they're worried that they'll see someone there because maybe they've been involved in pro-life work. Yeah. And they think, well, no one knows my secret shame. But now yeah. this person may see me. But it's amazing how God puts the right people together on these retreats. So the retreat is so well written that it that gently is woven into the fabric of the entire weekend. Because what shame does, shame isolates us. Shame leads us, unhealthy shame, toxic shame leads us to want to withdraw, to want to run away, suicidal ideation, anxiety, depression. So we want to move them into, and and with the toxic shame, people feel stuck. But in healthy shame, it helps us to function better, to Mm -hmm. be able to say, I have limits and to have some self-compassion. Because if we think back to, you know, those, you know, decades ago, like Marjorie, when you went through what you went through, um, I just have compassion for that young woman. Yeah. You know, my heart hurts for you, what you went through. And so part of it is helping them to have some self-compassion also while experiencing the regret so that this sort of thing does not happen again or they don't encourage someone else to do this yeah. again. So if a, so a woman or a man says, I feel mm-hmm. shameful for what I did uh, with abortion, that's actually right. <laughs> you should, right? But the, if it's, it gets to the point where I'm, I, I just am going to bury myself and uh, I'm depressed, and uh, yeah, then obviously that's the, it's the way that you respond to it, right? It, exactly. But, it, but if you don't share it with someone, it goes into toxic shame. Yeah, it goes into yeah. like an internalized shame. So that's part of the beauty of this is getting to be with other people. There's no judgment, and it's just all mercy and compassion, and that way people can get rid of that burden because Satan doesn't want you to tell anyone. Yeah. All right, the phone number, if you're listening and you're thinking, you know what, this is a good fit for me, or maybe you know somebody that has confided in you that they have, uh, they're post-abortive and they're feeling the shame like like Marjorie uh, you know, revealed to some people. Uh, the phone number is 214-544-CARE, C-A-R-E, 214-544-2273. And that is how you can register for this next Rachel's Vineyard Retreat. It's going to be Friday, August 13th through Sunday, August 15th, which is the Feast of the Assumption, which is kind of cool uh, that uh, Our Lady will have her uh, mantle of protection over you during this. Uh, Marjorie, what are the nuts and bolts of uh, how people, you, you know, who who can come? You know, uh, what else they can expect? Anything else that people may uh, want to know about the registration or, or getting signed up for this? 
Well, you know, the first is making that phone call. So if they, you know, the number that you just gave out, make that phone call. And that's really, Dave, is the hardest thing to do. But then just to prepare, allow God just to, this retreat is planned specifically for each individual person. And God uses it in that way. So the, the preparation, the making the phone call, prepare their heart, just allow God to, to rest in it and know to trust. Trust him that it's take that whatever they are going to be doing on that retreat um, will help them to heal. So those those are the main things, and you know it's for men and women, men, women and men, and it's just something that you know a gift that they can give themselves. And you know as Dana was saying regarding the shame, it's hard to step out of that. It's very frightening to step out. Um, I had a certain, you know, goal from God that I needed to do. Everybody else has that same, you know, a, a goal from God to heal in whatever way that's best for them. And the retreat is confidential. The location mm-hmm. is confidential. The phone call mm-hmm. is confidential. So if somebody is like, yeah. I do not want my parents to know about this or my, you know, my friends, There's no problem there, right, Dana? No, it's absolutely confidential. It's a safe place to be. It's a beautiful, peaceful setting. And it's just, it's one of my favorite things to do every year. And people are surprised when I say that. They're thinking, oh my gosh, that must be horrible. Because just like Margaret G, she said, they are transformed by Mm -hmm. the love of Christ over that weekend. And it's so worth it. It's one of my favorite things to do, truly. And it's, it's not, it's Catholic. There's sacraments, there's confession, uh, is there mass? Uh, If somebody's not Catholic, they can still come, but they should know that this is a a Catholic retreat. Is that right? Yes, I believe that's how they, how they explain things to people. Uh, yeah, they're optional if they don't want to attend mass. Uh, and we have had, we had one retreat I was on where every, one was Protestant, and by the end of it, two wanted to convert and went and sought out yeah, RCIA. Everyone mm-hmm. was Protestant mm-hmm. at a Catholic mm-hmm. retreat. How, were, how, yeah. how amazing. It was the tiniest yeah. retreat we ever had. Yeah, and I, 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 I want to thank uh, Annette Kearns because uh, she's the Director of Communications for the Catholic Pro-Life Community, and she sent over some really great bullet points, and I want to mention a couple of these. Uh, up to 15 are allowed in this retreat, and I think that's a smaller number than usual, maybe perhaps uh, little, still some COVID restrictions. And so if you are interested, please sign up quickly. The sooner they contact and reserve their space, the better. Again, the phone number, 214 544 244 2273. Okay. You can also email healing at racheldallas.org. Healing at racheldallas.org. And Marjorie, uh, you know, your initial Rachel Vineyard retreat was only uh, four years ago. It must be so refreshing and gratifying to see the transformation in women and men during the course of these as you now, now work as a team member. Absolutely. Without question. That's one of the most beautiful things. There's a reason that Dana said that this is one of her favorite things to do. Um, seeing Christ at work can't be; it doesn't get any better than that. All right, is there a cost? Yes, but I don't there know the is. details. Of it. Marjorie knows <laughs> right. all that. Okay, go ahead, Marjorie. <laughs> Punting to Marjorie, no. right? Okay. <laughs> you know there is, however. The retreat, they do not want anyone to not attend a retreat because of cost. That is a discussion and, and a confidential discussion that they can have with the person they call. And that sh- let cost be the last thing on, on your mind if you're considering the retreat because that, it, it, that should not hinder anybody from experiencing the healing that, that, that can take place. 
if some you know let's say you got 15 people there uh you know men and women uh is is this a, a sharing kind of thing uh is it an opportunity to tell other people about your story or is it more personal or uh, are we allowed i know you may not want to give everything away <laughs> i don't but know can, if i'm allowed to give that away okay. i don't want i don't want the director of our program eileen coolman <laughs> getting upset with me because she lets me be on these retreats um uh, everyone has an opportunity to share what's on their heart okay all right. And it's probably voluntary. Oh, uh, oh yes. You only say what you want to say, Yes, right? we don't require that. All right. Well, we are just about out of time. Uh, we've been talking about the upcoming Rachel's Vineyard Retreat, uh, which is an unloco- un- undisclosed location, but it's in the Metroplex. I mean, you're not going to be going to Montana or something. So uh, everything is confidential. Uh, and uh, when you contact somebody and, and listen to a wonderful, uh, kind voice on the other end, uh, they, the, the, that call will be confidential as well. 214. 214- 544 care 214544 care or 214-544-2273. You can email healing at org. The retreat is August uh, 13th through 15th. That's a Friday through a uh, Sunday, and it's just about a month away, so you got to call up and register quickly. Uh, just give each of you a, a, a last chance to say whatever you want, maybe a word of encouragement for people who are listening right now. Uh, start with you, Dana. What, what would you like to say? Well, if, if this has tugged at your heart, listeners, in any way, if you have something from your past that you think, well, I buried it, it it's, you know, it, it was done in the past, if it's tugging at your heart, of, I think that's most likely the Holy Spirit. So I'd really encourage you to come and find some peace in Christ. Thank you. Uh, Dana Nygaard, uh, licensed professional counselor with Christian Comfort Counseling. And I know firsthand uh, how great of a counselor she is. Uh, Marjorie Looney, team member, uh, also gave her a beautiful testimony of God's mercy and grace. Uh, last word, uh, Marjorie, what would you like to say to encourage people who are listening, who are kind of on the fence? Um, do this. Do this for yourself, that you are worth it. You are worth the healing, and just allow God, God's gift to be given to you in this retreat. All right. Thank you to both of you. Uh, great information. And again, I know this is uh, something that uh, can can help so many people. So if this is something that uh, you, dear listener, can be can benefit from, or no, maybe you know somebody who you can call and just say, hey, you might want to consider this. Uh, the phone number, 214-544-CARE, 214-544-2273, or healing at racheldallas.org. My guests, again, Dana Nygaard with Christian Comfort Counseling and Marjorie Looney, who is a team member with the Rachel Vineyard Retreat. Also, thanks to Diane Xavier for running the board, Annette Kearns uh, for setting this up, and Eileen Kuhlman, who passionately has been promoting uh, the, the, the cause of life in these wonderful retreats for many years. So thanks to all those wonderful ladies. And thank you, dear listener, for listening. Um, if you have suggestions for future interviews, folks like Annette uh, make my, my job so much easier. She not only suggests it, but she sends me bullet points. You don't have to do that. But if you know somebody that should be interviewed about any topic related to our Catholic faith here in North Texas, email me, Dave Palmer at grnonline.com. Thanks. God bless you. Have a great weekend. Thanks for joining us for this week's KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Catholic news and information pertinent to North Texas Catholics. Please join us again next week at this same time for another KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. 
Is your facility in need of additional meeting or classroom space, but there's no room in the budget to add on to the building? I'm Glenn Trahan, owner of Modern Fold Door and Specialties and proud sponsor of KATH 910 AM. Modern Fold Door and Specialties can solve your space division problems by installing operable walls to create additional spaces. We also provide repair and service. You can contact us at 214-357-2572 for a free consultation. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network, Catholic radio for your soul. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone.